It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. We got to do. Hey, everybody. It's Wade and Ryan here. It's uh, NFL in London. We just had week six. Uh, yep. Yeah. We did. There was football. Was there was football. Not, not particularly. No, uh, not so much. It was the, yeah, the London game. Uh, goes out with a whimper, sort of in a way. Um, But uh, it's just one of those games where you look at the schedule and go, meh. You know, there was Rugby World Cup on. Obviously, we're NFL Those fans, are great games. There was the rugby games. games were fantastic. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, it was a pretty, it was a pretty devastating week for entertaining football and also just for like injuries and fantasy. It just felt yeah. like it felt like every five minutes I was looking up at the screen. I was like, oh, there's another one of my guys is out. You know? Yeah, it, just, it, was, it was it was a grind. It was a week. grind this week, and and it was just like I'm watching like my fantasy points. You know, is, I'm having that fantasy season. You're like. Yeah, what should I? What 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 can I, what can I do? You know, yeah, <laughs> I'm having one of those. Too. Yeah, what, what am I supposed to do here? Everyone's injured, and then the guys you're putting on the bench are getting the points, and the guys you got in your squad are not getting the points. It just listen, felt it felt ugly. It felt like uh, it felt like I needed a, to sh- a shower after this week. Listen, I when you when you dependent on Gus Edwards and Dante Foreman, you know, you're just in you're just in a world of trouble. You're back. You're back anything. in 2015. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, not even. Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, ugly, ugly things just going on. Uh, yeah, as you ugly, said, lots of injuries. Perfect word. But uh, but the forty. Weird enough, all the injuries in the 49ers Like, ooh, ow, wow, because they obviously we talked about them taking a loss, and they did. Um, but they're all going to be back this week. Everyone's yeah. going to be back. Everyone except for Justin Fields. Lots of injuries across the, just everything though. And you've got you know, Eagles have just signed Julio Jones. Yeah, that, right. Yeah, that's a weird. That was kind of a weird signing. It didn't seem like, from watching that game, thinking yeah. like, "Oh, they need more weapons." Yeah. Right? It, it, is Hulu even really a weapon anymore? You don't know. He might. He could just get you. Maybe it's just they need someone in the red zone. Yeah, but it's not. It's not like he's blocking for you. He was never you. a good red zone. He was never yeah. a good red zone target. So I don't sure. It's like. To me, when you sign in these old guys, it's just such a cool name that you're like, oh, this is awesome. But then yeah. after a couple of games, you're like, oh, OK, it's not that fun. And then it, it comes to like the, the splittage of the ball. Who's going to get it? You know, because there's a lot of talented receivers on that team. So you sort of go, yeah, Julio good. But uh, is you know, is it enough to split it? You know, yeah. um, you also said Tom Brady is getting angry at the NFL. He's like, there's too many flags. Referees are ruining the game. They are ruining the game. I think yeah. every week people are watching it just being like, my God, it's just an absolute mess. The amount of there. flags, and, and I agree with him, because he was just like, look, there's 20 years ago, you'd be like, there's there's no play there. There's no penalty. Like, I, it's almost like these refs want to get their voice heard. Like, it's, you know, when you go to a meeting and that person has this, like, if I don't say something, people are going to think I don't do anything. Well, there's also the, the I'm going to go all um, Aaron Rodgers conspiracy, put my, my tinfoil hat okay right now. And there is also, you know, maybe it has to do something with gambling, right? Maybe. Now the gambling's, now the gambling's legal. And all of a sudden we're going to see refs maybe inputting, because there's been a lot of weird stuff happening with weird covers and penalties yeah. and this and that. And why isn't this? Who knows? Maybe, I'm sure... Without a doubt, there is some ref doing this, but who knows who it is? They're not even full-time employees, right? So no. of course they're probably even more incentive to do it. So like like a weird, you know, like hey, can you bet this guy gets a personal foul and just give him a person? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, there it's just so seems weird. to be a lot of shiftiness. You, you sort of go, uh, we're gonna need the AI ref soon because um the consistency, you know, uh, against games, you you some games you you know you'll see the amount of flags. Oh come on, like just. It, and there were some games where it's just laborious, and other ones you're like, "This is how the game should be. Just play on, for God's sake, just play on." Yeah. Ah, man. Uh, but yeah, big thing. We'll see what happens. So it looks like a flag football, 2028 Olympics. Um, you know, and, and they're talking that they actually want to get NFL players to play. Well, Tyreek so no Hill. Team, yeah. Well, no team is going to let their players play. No this is gonna... where you get the guys who are retired. You just retired maybe a year, still yeah. want to play a bit, but that that. But there's no way I would want any of. I need Buffalo Bill playing in a flag football. Well, I mean, tournament. even if you still like, if I'm looking at flag football, um, you're not going to get an NFL person. You're going to get some college kid who's actually got some wheels. You know, I, I would want someone. You know, I, flag football is a whole different thing. I don't, I don't know if the NFL would be good. Maybe you get some ex guys, but uh, I think America could get surprised in this. They called it out, and everyone's going to start learning to play it. And then yeah. America's like, "We're going in for gold," and then they get the bronze. It's like. We didn't want to play uh, it anyway. Uh, yeah, I guess we're going to have to go get Tyreek Hill because we're going to yeah. have to win this. 
Um, All right, let's go into the games. Let's go into the games. We'll talk about the first game, the London game that we had, Baltimore Ravens, Tennessee Titans. Um, Man, it was ugly and slow to begin with. Didn't look like Tennessee would get into it. Baltimore had it all over. They went 24 to 16. Um, You know, there was obviously some things in the news with politics and stuff being shouted in the crowd. But it was uh, it just felt like uh, the the field, Ryan Tannehill going down, injuring on the pitch. Um, on that cement pitch cement that just pitch. claims another life. Um, yeah, yeah, it just it just felt like a wah, wah kind of game, you know. Well, it felt like, like Tennessee basically saw Buffalo's performance, and they're like, "Oh, that actually, we we like some of that." When did you leave Friday? Okay, yeah. we're gonna come on Friday too because that performance was just is exactly like you had the least. Baltimore at the beginning, you know, Lamar was looking good. He was passing yep. it around, moving it to different targets. You know, they just weren't finishing a lot. But it just sounded to me, yeah, again, the team that comes in on Friday looks completely lost offensively. And that's exactly what happened. Other than that giant big Henry run, that like 60 yarder, yeah. and the other play, they had nothing. They couldn't move the ball at all. And when they bring in Malik Willis, like, he was even worse. Like they have no actually, play. and then the fact that they got Will Levis in the second round, and this guy can't even sniff the field when mm-hmm. Tannehill's playing this badly. So I'm, I'm kind of. It feels just like now that Tannehill's out, that they gotta like fire said they gotta trade Henry because you gotta yeah. get rid of all these guys because what's the point now after that game? Because Vrabel can coach up miracles, but you know when he's got a quarterback, he's just gonna get sacked all the time back there. And you actually have a few things, maybe assets you can get, but you need a new quarterback. And if Will Levis isn't it already, who hasn't even yeah, played a no, game? No, exactly. You like, got what Malik are you Willis doing? jumping in. You um, know, at least Baltimore looked fine. Again, they they don't really. It doesn't feel like it's working as well as it should. Even though mm-hmm. Lamar looks fine, he's not having those big games like the three, four touchdowns. It's it's still hard work to get. Even though you got Zay Flowers, who looks good. They just again, Gus Edwards is not a good running back to no. to depend on. You know, when they had J.K. Dobbins, at least he was a threat to receive. It's like they've lost that that part of their offense, and it's kind of you can see it with Lamar. Um, but again, I think Baltimore is a better team. Tennessee is just a mess, and they screwed themselves by going late when Baltimore went early, and it showed on the field. And so, what do you yeah. say? No, as you <laughs> say, it could be fire sale. And I mean, you look at uh, DeAndre Hopkins going, man, I left a crappy team. Well, oh, he, went, he just chased. He just chased the money. He yeah. he knew what he again. There's another guy I can see them trading. Right? They yeah, probably have to the yeah. whole salary. But if you can get like a you know, fifth round pick back for him or something like that, like, you're not going to get much, especially if you have to eat any of this, that crazy salary they gave him. But I I was thinking in that game. It's like imagine if you had actually because you know he's bereft. You know, Lamar Jackson is bereft when it comes to to wide receivers. I was thinking, man, wouldn't it be great if he had Hopkins? Because you know that's that would be someone that he could use well, a veteran, got, a veteran to stretch Beckham, the field, right? What is Beckham? The Come on, the guy's wide... often injured. He no, doesn't... no, but that's that's what I mean, right? Like you're, yeah. you're getting the they're... same guy, aren't you? Like, you're no, really... you know, I, I can't imagine. No, I mean Beckham I had one good catch. Beckham's known for that one good catch. I don't think he's that good of a receiver. Was Hopkins? Let the is a league leader. Two different yeah. wide receivers. Yeah, think, but I mean, same situation in a way, a lot of ways. Just yeah, but I mean, still, I, I think he'd find better legs on that team because Ryan Tannehill cannot stretch that field on him. There's, there's no way he's going a little deeper on him. You know, you, yeah. you're, you're looking for underthrown passes, underthrown, underperforming, and three interceptions for Desmond Pickens. Sorry, Desmond, Ugh. that's what I call him. Uh, ugly uh, Commanders. Three short passes from Howell. They get the win. The commanders go three and three. The Falcons are three and three now. Um, Atlanta, I mean, phew, the Ritter is not looking, uh, he's looking like shitter. That was not a tease. I don't want to swear. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, man, yeah, not looking was, good for Atlanta. It was bad. Like they were, it was just felt like every time, cause I was watching red zone for most of that game. It just felt like they Washington just kept giving them a chance to score. It's like, Hey, maybe our best offense is just giving Ritter the ball. Yeah, Washington thought because like that one in the end zone was just an absolute backbreaker, and it's just like again we said it's he has some plays that look good. I I Drake London looked good at over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. You know Pitts had a touchdown, but, but the fact that even though they drafted 
Bijan at eighth overall. He still hasn't got a rushing touchdown. They're they're weirdly a worse rushing team this year. Yeah. When you took the most dynamic running back in football in the draft or one we've seen in years since maybe Saquon. So the fact that you're worse because of and that and the fact that Ritter's not helping you at all with these turnovers because it just feels like again, you have a lot of pieces. Like it's kind of an exciting team. I think Atlanta is is in a good situation that even if this Ritter, it's like, hey, at least we tried. We went with the young guy. Now let's see what we can do. Because, you know, if what quarterback wouldn't want to come with, you know, Kyle Pitts, Drake London, Bijan, Algier, a you know, decent offensive line that they could get better. But it's a it's a pretty appealing place to play. It's just un- unappealing if you're Atlanta. You just got to sit through more of this year. Bring but, back Matt ugly. Ryan. <laughs> Matt Ryan, and Washington, like, Matt, yeah, and Washington again, and then on the other side is Howell, right? Yeah, Howell. Is Howell? I was right. He basically again five sacks. This guy's on pace for ninety six sacks. Yep. this year taking it like which a is champ. Like Twenty more than the record, which is just insane to think yeah. of. Uh, so it's just unbelievable. Just watching these again. You have two coaches who look kind of lost, like Arthur yeah. Smith. I don't know. Arthur Smith and, and and Ron Rivera look like they're both going to be gone because, again, do you really trust this Atlanta? If you got a new quarterback, do you really trust Arthur Smith? This guy mm-hmm. is supposed to be like what um, Tennessee, where they had Henry and they were able to have that dynamic running game and pass, and they can't even get a good running game going this year. So I just and I think you know Atlanta fans are probably you see the writing with with Arthur Smith. He kind of he's giving me. Um, Chargers, uh, Staley, Staley vibes. Yeah. He's giving me Staley vibes. Every time I watch him, he just makes bad decisions, bad game management. So if I'm Atlanta, I'm optimistic, but I kind of just want to move on, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's like, also... it's like, hey, I'm young. I should just get divorced and just stop. Yeah. Don't stay. In this. It's don't just stay rip- for the kids. It's... Just because we got a kid. Don't stay for the kids. I'm still young. I still got a six pack. Let's go out there. Let's go have fun. And yeah. It's, it's it's tough with that running game as you mentioned it because the quarter rail Patterson that that sort of jigsaw puzzle that never really fit in any other team and they made it work and you sort of go why aren't you using some of that because he was great you know uh, well he's getting old now yeah, yeah but still it doesn't mean you can't you, you can't you know, use that double headed threat they just it just seems very predictable with Atlanta it's like we're gonna run it and there's there's always predictability uh, Ritter yeah not looking good. Speaking no. of uh, speaking of sacks, hey Justin Fields and the Bears, man, this is a game that just fell apart. Um, he injures uh, with a right hand injury; it's a wrist. Uh, uh, they brought in uh, Bajon, as we were calling him. Who, who is his? What's his name again? Bajon. Uh, we just Bajan. called him Bajon, uh, who was because uh, he sounded French, and he was making mistakes. Um, Man, both ugly teams, both games, but the Bears actually had a chance to get this, and they flopped it by dropping. Um, yeah, man, just ugly in the in the in the North as as Detroit moves on. Uh, Minnesota, you know, not looking good in this one. Um, both just just bad, just a bad game to watch. I, I felt bad. yeah, <laughs> it was like, and it's just uh, the the only thing that excites me is that we're one or pageant injury or bad play. Away yeah. from seeing Nathan Peterman revive his uh, career yeah. back from the dead. <laughs> Not six feet under. He's been buried like 40 feet under. And he keeps digging himself up somehow. So I'm excited to watch a little Nathan Peterman come in. But yeah, it's just a mess. You're in trouble, Chicago. At least there's one exciting thing. Terrell or uh, Tremaine Evans got his first fumble recovery in his career. Yes. It only took six years yeah. for him to get a fumble. As, as a linebacker, that's almost impossible. Yeah, to, do, no. to not get one fumble. So, to, so that little bright spot on a rainy day. But yeah, if yeah. you're DJ, like DJ Moore, like if you have him in fantasy, if you're going with ba- this is going to be any longer in like two or three weeks. Like it's just a bit of a mess right now. Because yeah. especially because at least Fields was playing good and mm-hmm. he was actually getting you points in fantasy. You felt good putting him in again. Where and now it's just like oh, now we're going back to the waiver wire. It's a bit of a mess. And yeah, again. You got these young guys, but you know when you have fields, you're not expecting pageant to come in, kind of like Skyler Thompson last year. Like these guys are not ready, and it's going to be rough. Who they got this week? Raiders. Okay, well Max Crosby, that'll be fun. 
Yeah, no, that'd, that'd be, be fun for him. That'd be good. <laughs> so. uh, man, it just it just sucky all around. And, and I mean, it's one step forward, two step back. I think I just did a Paul Abdul song. Um, yeah. But, um, um, yeah, man, it's just it's just the motivation here, and it just it, it's you look. You feel hey, fields could be it. Fields could be it. But it's it's all down to coaching still. It's still it's still got to be yeah. the fire sale has to be ripping everything apart. It there's asbestos is somehow in the system. So we got to rip the whole house apart, clean it out. Yeah, and um, I think Kirk Cousins also said like he's not going to waive his no trade cut. So there's yeah. nothing really even like exciting Minnesota. At least you could have been like, oh, we'll trade Cousins, get a pick. But now it's yeah. just like, oh, okay, we're just going to be same old, same old. Win, win yeah. these kind of crappy games, but it's just not. It's not going to be a fun year for Minnesota. If you somehow make the playoffs, you're going to get whooped in the first round. Yeah, moldy cheese. Uh, it was moldy cheese uh, for the 49ers as the Browns defense. Holy macaroni. They are really showing themselves as the best defense mm-hmm. in the NFL all over the place. Uh, lots of injuries coming out of. Uh, I mean, that's how bad that defense was. They rocked San Francisco. San Francisco loses 19 to 17. Um, Brock Purdy, you know, takes his first loss. Everyone, uh, what are you going to do? His first loss. Um, but oh, um, that, they really show them how to 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 choke down the game, uh, and Kareem Hunt uh, finally gets his rushing game back going as well. Um, yeah, yeah, it was it was tough tough to it was it was because of the you know the weather made it worse. Mm-hmm. You know the fact that the Niners lost Debo, then Trent Williams went down for a bit, then McCaffrey went out, and it was just like okay, even if Brock Purdy, like, yeah, he has literally no one except Ayuk really to throw it to out mm-hmm. there, and. Yeah, like, I don't think, to me, this is not like, oh, Brock, even though I was one of the bigger Brock Purdy, like, who, who, why are we just anointing this guy? But to me, this isn't his fault. Like, no. the weather, that defense, yeah, those injuries, like, what do you expect? I think most quarterbacks would have struggled in that situation, regardless of, of what, what it is. Um, P.J. Walker was fine. I, and I don't really understand where this Deshaun Watson injury is coming from. But he doesn't. He doesn't. He's he's Chick Fil A. He doesn't work on Sundays. It's just weird. Yeah, it's just like it came out of nowhere, and now it's like multiple weeks, and there's no like video of him even hurting it. It looks like it's it well. They're saying like they're it's saying a, it's like a deep tissue thing, and I and I guess look for for and I've read some stuff in the injury that people are like, yeah, actually, it's like long COVID. Like you may not see it but it's there like, and it's just yeah. this grind in the tissue. You can imagine it would just, it would just feel like bone on bone. Um, and I think that's the thing is that he's like, I'd rather try to fix that sort of deep issue because if you don't, it's just, the, this injury is just going to recur. So I get it yeah. from that point of view, but at the same time, they're like, well, you're cleared, you know, it's like, well, I don't feel I'm cleared. So yeah, I don't know. Well, it's still like, they did miss a 41 yarder. He hits that. We're talking a different story. Yeah. We'd still be saying, yeah, great. Uh, Cleveland Moody. defense is great. Yeah. But we'd be like, Brock Purdy pulled it off. And he kind of did. He had a nice drive at the end to put them into field goal range. Um, so it was just, yeah, it was just a sloppy game. That weather, this whole mm-hmm. week was weird um, with teams losing. So I don't really rate anything other than the injury is, is what I'm concerned with. But I think the yeah. Niners will be fine. I think Brock Purdy will probably bounce back next week. I'm sure. I don't see why not. I had taken Moody the kicker because uh, he was on this consistency craziness. Um, and, of course, then he tanked it, missed two of them. And he, the thing is, if you see in the photo, he brought his whole family there. Like, There's like 30 family members to watch him have the worst game of his career. The funny thing <laughs> is, kicking-wise, uh, there's a guy, uh, his name is Brandon Aubrey uh, for Dallas. They brought him in as the kicker. He's 16 for 16. Here's the thing. He's about to set, I guess, the record for a new kicker being consistent. He used to play for Toronto mm-hmm. FC. He was a, he only started playing NFL in 2022. He was a former Toronto, he was a former kicker for Toronto FC. He was like an all-American. Then he played in the USFL. But uh good story for this kicker. And we love a good Canadian. Well, he's not Canadian, but he did play on a Canadian <laughs> team. So we will honor him. We do oh, not yeah. honor uh New Orleans Saints and the Houston Texans. Ugly fugly in this game. Texans get the win, uh, 20 to 13. The Saints, man, they're so up and down in terms of just trying to get stuff yeah. going. Um, but you know, the, the defense for Texans really stepped up to, to sort of put it down here. Texans get the yeah, nice it, win. It was it yeah. was a nice win. Yeah. But again, I thought again, yeah, like we said, they scored 30. It just shows how bad the Patriots are right now. If they're giving up all these points to New Orleans, yeah. they then come and just 
you know, again, it was a classic Derek Carr game, right? It felt like the most Derek Carr game ever, you know, where he comes. You, get them back with four like, minutes to go and then throw it. In. Yeah, and he gets a million chances. He doesn't yeah. have like a massive arm. He just feels like the most average quarterback now mm-hmm. like in the league. Like that, Kind of like the way, um, what's his name? Uh, Ginger. Dalton. He's kind Dal- of like Andy the Dalton. new Dalton. Red rifle, He's yeah. Kind of the new Dalton. Like I can't imagine Derek Carr is going to be a starter long, much longer in this league if he keeps yeah. playing like this, keeps getting losses. Um, you know, you gotta win these games. Houston is a good team, but they're young. They they're they're hungry and they, they got a great defense that, that plays hard. They got a good coach, which are all the things yeah. that the New Orleans Saints don't have. They got a bad coach, they got a bad quarterback. You know, bad offense and their defense, which is good sometimes. You know, it's it's just just not a good team, and it's they're not a fun team to watch. And if you're a Saints fan, it's you're probably maybe you can squeak and win this division because this division's so wide open and so bad that I feel like eight and nine is probably going to win this division at mm-hmm. this rate, the way things are going. So yeah, uh, I, it, it was it, yeah they're not a good team, but good for Houston. They. They're a team that could actually surprisingly win their division. Well, know, it's if- surprising, but I mean, like, look, New Orleans outplayed them. New Orleans outscored them. Derek Carr had 353 right. yards, you know? Yeah, and he scored how many points? Yeah, but still, one touchdown, it's one It's the most Derek Carr game ever. But it's I mean, that's the whole thing is they have to capitalize on these yards. And I mean, that's what New Orleans is not. They're, they're pushing all the way down and not getting any points out of it. Um, it's, yeah, it's but it's just that. As a, my brother's been a Raiders fan for years and watching lots of car games. He's just has that where, yeah, he'll put up 300 yards, but he will not get you in the end zone. He will not put up three, four touchdown games. Like he, like though you're supposed to, you're making 40 million a year. You're that type of quarterback, you know, and he hasn't done it for years, but we keep thinking he's going to do it. He, yeah, sure. He can throw for yards. He's accurate, but yeah. he can't put up points and he doesn't have the arm strength to really put in, especially around the red zone to really get those touchdowns. Houston also getting some uh, running room out of Devin Singletary as well. I guess I don't know what the Pierce situation. David Pierce, he's been yeah. t- awful all year. Yeah, I don't even think he has a touchdown yet. It's just been bad. And I think especially fantasy owners like myself are not happy with yeah. our investment. Um, I to go to the next game. I thought Carolina would have a chance to keep this game close, and it did when they were up like sixteen nothing. Um. Yeah, it was but a good then, first quarter. Good fun. first quarter. And then they lose 42 to 21 as Tua is able to rally, uh, get the three touchdowns in the end. Uh, Tua 21 for 31, 262 yards. He still leads the league with 1,800 yards now. Um, you know, it, it looked it didn't look good for them. You know, you're down 14. You're watching, you know, them come back. And then next thing you know, Tyree, Tyree Kill, six passes, 163 yards. Um you know, th- this was a Miami team that could score, but I mean, Carolina has nothing to sort of come back yeah. on it. Yeah, they were able to get this lead, and then you hope, oh God, I hope our defense can hold it, and then well, it can't. It, it can't. Spoiler alert. Well, the only, yeah, the only thing is like Bryce Young definitely looked better. Adam Thielen mm-hmm. looked good at over hundred yards. Yeah, they, they came out strong. Like the, again, the thing I, I, with Bryce Young is just even when he just he weirdly stands like a lot flat-footed a lot when he's yeah. quarterbacking. Like you just sit there and you just stand in one spot where a lot of quarterbacks are moving yeah. and he's not really and then he gets either gets rocked or anything. And it's just a I thought he'd be a bit more one of those kind of guys who navigates the pocket and is able to slide in and out to yeah. find the lanes to throw to. And he doesn't seem to be doing that. Kind of like it just shows you how good Drew Brees was for someone. Yeah. Like I, I, who's able to just kind of move and always look and get those lanes, which guys, the shorter quarterbacks that we've all expected them to be able to do that yeah. haven't. Flutie, you but know, it, guys like that. But, it, but at yeah. least, yeah, exactly. But he, they found a way to get open throws. But again, it was fun. It was a kind of fun first quarter. But you kind of knew what once Miami got it, like fourteen, fourteen. You were just like, oh, they're just going to yeah. keep going. Like again, Mostert looked great. Tyreek's Tyreek. He's just unbelievable. Uh, watching everything. It's unbelievable how you're not just always just playing like too deep and just yeah. not allowing this. Well, but people aren't, they're constantly just letting them get these free runs. It's just, it's amazing to me how open he is all the time. He's, if yeah. he wasn't such a terrible person, he'd be fun to cheer for, uh, yeah, to be honest. So, but he, he belongs where he belongs. So, uh, with the Dolphins. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's a testament to the Dolphins that they can just score at will like this and put it together. And Carolina just has no rebound to it. 
Um, we were wondering what was going to happen when Gino faced uh, Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, you know, looking to come back. But as the Bengals defense really came into this one, um, you know, they really had to put the seal on it uh, to shut down Seattle. Um, you know, Joe Burrow, you know, two touchdown passes early, gets the game going. He ends up with uh, one interception, though, 185 yards, not what a lot of people were seeing. And Joe Mixon, only 38 yards. Um, again, sort of ugly. You know, this we thought this game would be. Uh, but the Bengals finally get a win, and, and they need to start stringing these together. Yeah, it is. It was a weird game because yeah, they, it just came out both teams just moving up and down the field. I thought Gino looked pretty good, except mm-hmm. when he got in the red zone, and that's when that Cincinnati defense just took over. Like every time Gino got down there, they just came at him and yeah. made it really hard for him to do anything. But Gino was going up and down the field. It's just that Cincinnati defense kind of saved the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, they Burrow, did. Started good, but didn't did not finish the game. He looked again. They looked like the team from a couple. I think we got too excited when they beat Arizona, and yeah. was like they're back, they're back because they kind of looked a bit more like the old team from a couple weeks ago. And like you said, Joe Mixon just looks slow. He does, doesn't yeah. feel like he has that burst anymore. Again, running backs just kind of they 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 lose it very quickly, and they don't seem to have any real running game outside of that, which is only going to make things harder for Burrow. Yeah, to be honest with you. and the fact that T. Higgins isn't healthy, it's it's and but Lou Lou Amarillo is really like if this guy's not a head coach next year, I'd be surprised. No, exactly. What he's able to do, like just letting like the bend but don't break of his defense, it's just great. He's got awesome, he's got awesome weapons. They got they're they're a good team. Their offense is just letting them down right now. Yeah, and I mean it's always seems to be broken, doesn't it? Every year it's like, well, we just got to get him healthy. Man, how long you be fighting this for? Because it's it always seems to be the Sisyphean task. It's like, oh, we're always hurt, always hurt. Well, uh, everyone's always hurt. It's the NFL, yeah, but the Bengals, the Bengals have always just been this broken toys box. So I mean, it's going to be hard for them to keep going on, especially when you start seeing other teams start stretching and play a team like Miami, who can just keep points up on the board. Uh, who who thought that Jacksonville uh, would be coming back and? Having lots of energy, but they did. They put up 37 points on the Colts. Uh, Gardner Minshew was not looking no, like Minshew. There was no he Minshew was magic. chucking <laughs> some really bad interceptions in this one. Um, you know, I think a lot of people are wondering if they're going to have their London hangover. But, you know, when you have a team that was playing as badly as the Colts, it, it really put it into them. Although Trevor Lawrence gets hurt in this game, um, they're hoping he comes back for Thursday night. Um Still, I was weird. I was wondering, like, you're up with a big lead. Why are you still chucking the ball? Um, You know, they were throwing the ball a lot when you got a lead. Why not just run it? But that's how Trevor Lawrence gets hurt. Um, So, yeah, I mean, Jacksonville four and two now. Looking good. Uh, Yeah. You know, two wins in London. Yeah, Travis Etienne looked good. The defense played strong. They're causing lots of turnovers. Josh Allen looks good. Again, yeah, just Lawrence. Again, even though Lawrence, he was really good against Buffalo last week, but even though this week he didn't, Trevor Etienne got a lot of the points. It just yeah. feels like there's something missing. Like this offense should be better. It feels yeah. like offensive line got, seems to be that there's some issues there because people are getting to them pretty quickly. Like I like, I like Jacksonville. I like all the pieces they have offensively, but it just feels like they're still inconsistent. Like even that Buffalo game where they moved it around, like Buffalo still kind of. They should have been kind of burying them mm-hmm. in a way, like because Buffalo and they kind of let them hang in it. This one was just kind of a mess. I don't know if it, when they announced like Richardson was out for the year, pretty much they're saying yeah. he's out. Yeah, he's. Done I don't know year. if that like if that was like affected the team that they're like, oh great, because uh, he was kind of so much fun to watch. Yeah, he was. And it feels it feels just now that you're just going through the motions. But hey, if you're if you're the Colts, it's like. It was fun to see him, and now it's just like kind of tank. Let's get a great receiver was what they need to now do. Either get him an offensive lineman that can protect him, because he's been hurt three times this year. He's only played six games, which is very worrying. Yeah, I mean, he was trying to run it a lot, trying to play a college system. But, I mean, yeah, he was. you just see him going, oh, kid, you're going to get killed. And and he did, and he's out for the year now. So it's it's, that's a concern. So what they got to do is either get him a really good weapon, which if they can get high enough to get – you know, Marvin Harrison Jr., who knows? Um, but if you can get someone like that, bring him back, because he would be great on the Colts, where his dad played. That'd be yeah. awesome to see. Yeah, uh, but who but, knows what Minshew Mania can do after this. The, uh, the Jaguars yeah. do have some questions, you know, as you say, but you're able to beat up on the Colts. 
man, it's going to be, you know, what you can do after that, because you, you, you got three wins you strung together and, and uh, it didn't look so good to start the season, but I mean, it's still a bit of a trash division. Oh, Josh McDaniels and Bill uh, Belichick. Uh, the big winner here was the Raiders, 21 to 17. Ugly, fugly, juggly game. Bill Belichick, three three losses in a row. Um, Brian Hoyer steps in, um, oh. you know, to, for Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh. The old Those Hoyer, the old Patriots a, Hoyer. The uh, terrible sentence to hear if you're a fan of any football team. It's like, oh, was Brian Hoyer. yards, man. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, Jimmy G getting hurt again. Uh, Mac Jones, 200 yards, one interception, 75.3 QB rating. I mean, ugh. this kid. Uh, and even, you know, even the running game uh, didn't have good. Josh Jacobs had 77 yards, but Ramondre Stevenson only had 46. Yeah, um, it's it's a bit of a it's a it's a complete disaster right now in New England. I don't think there's you know, you could say, yeah, we know we've had some injuries on defense, but that's that's fair enough. But mm-hmm. Where's the excuse for this offense? It's completely barren of any sort of weapons. Like, there's no one on that offense who scares you. Ramondre Stevenson, you know, was good a couple of years ago. But yeah. again, with that offensive line problems they've had, it's just impossible for them to get anything done. I think the whole Mac Jones Belichick like, is just, you can see it how, like, how it's over. Like, they yeah. should just stop this because someone's going to get killed, it feels like. Because they hate it. They do not. It is not working. And there's no real answers for this. Like, honestly, if you're a Patriots fan who's dominated for so long and you look up and you see, like, the Jets now playing good. You got the Bills and Dolphins. It's just like, we got to, like, either blow this thing up this year. And and then, but the question is, like, if they do that, are you going to do a rebuild with Belichick, giving him the keys to to rebuild this thing? Are you going to? He's in his 70s. He's mm-hmm. almost the losingest coach in NFL history as well. Yeah. He's on the verge of he getting He will take that. that on first, actually. He'll probably get that <laughs> Yeah, he will definitely take that on first. And does he want that record? So, again, it's – it's. I, I don't – I think the Raiders, again, they're 3-3 three three somehow. It they, they yeah. feels like they're the worst 3-3 three three team in the league. Yeah, there's um, a lot of 3-3 three three teams that are garbage. There's, now they're going to have Aiden O'Connell and Brian Hoyer going through. It's like, how is this even fun? If yeah. you're a Raiders fan to watch, it's the worst situation because you're not a good team yet. You're going to finish like six and 11, seven and 10, and you're going to get a crappy draft pick where it's like, if you, you're in Las Vegas, you need that quarterback. You, you're in yeah. the, the, you know what I mean? Like you need that sto- showstopper. That big to have guys like Hoyer and Aiden O'Connor. It's just it's a disservice to the town of Las Vegas is what it is. Well, at least have a quarterback who's big or in jail. Something like that. Um, Man, it's just the free fall for the Patriots. And you're right. It's like, I've I've never seen one of these Real Housewives shows. But it seems like the relationship between Mac and Bill is like just fractured just to this point. I mean, I think at least when Tommy, he he could, he had a bit of, you know, credibility, gravitas. He could, you know, say F you, Bill. In this relationship, I can only see it being piled on to Mac Jones. Like, you suck, you're horrible, blah, blah, blah. And no sort of fight back. Uh, eventually, you're probably going to pop Bill in the mouth, which would be fun. Um, but <laughs> just him, because I saw Bill Belichick smash that tablet. You imagine? You just say yeah, something, and Mac Jones I just do. turns, cold cocks him, and Bill Belichick gets knocked out. I that do would... love a Belichick tablet toss, uh, angry tablet smash. It's one of my favorite things in football. Yeah, especially, you know, we we've been around to watch the Patriots years and the, the mass holes, you know, Patriots. So yeah, I mean, this is still fresh for me and I'm still enjoying it. So I'm still enjoying the Patriots sucking. Um, even in this little loss. Yeah. Uh, Detroit is five and one. They're tied for the top teams in the league. Uh, they irk out a 20 to six win. Baker Mayfield makes some mistakes. He admitted it was his fault. Um, you know, golf 353 yards. Two touchdowns. Uh, it was very difficult for Baker to get things going in this one, but you know Detroit gets the next win and they are looking good now at five and one. Mm, yeah, five and one. The preseason hype is real. Yeah, uh, with Detroit, they, they've been really fun. Again, Dan Campbell's done a good job, they, but they, I think they they had all the pieces. Like Jared Goff's consistent; he's good. I think it's just been it's really worked out as a good trade. I think a lot of people thought it was just going to be like off for one year and then they're mm-hmm. going to draft a rookie and kind of transition but the fact that they've able they didn't have to do that and were able to just kind of put some pieces around them just yeah. to make 
the team that much better is is get a great rebuild, like a really strong rebuild. And they're going to run away with this division uh, right now, Detroit, it looks like. Because yeah. they got – the problem is they did lose um, – David the, Montgomery. They lost David Montgomery, which, which does hurt. But, uh, again, you still – that's why you drafted Jameer Gibbs, right? Yep. We want to see what this see guy what can, do, can do. Yeah. So far, we haven't seen anything of what he can do. Um, but again, you have Baker. I think Baker's always going to have these types of games. Mm-hmm. When they were three and one, did anyone really think like, "Oh, the Bucks are dangerous"? And I, it just felt like this is like one of those Baker games when he plays a good defense, you can get pressure on him and hit him. Yeah. He's, he's a bit of a mess, like most quarterbacks. But Baker, especially, does not can't, again because he can't really avoid avoid the pass rush. And you get guys like Hutchinson. Coming at him, that hit him. He's going to be throwing it up early and throwing it at people's feet. You know, he wasn't good, but they're up against a good team. But they should. They they only held up twenty. You know, yeah. when your defense gives up twenty, you got to win those games. I think. I mean, that's a testament to the Bucks. I mean, twenty to six is not a horrible game, and a, and a result against a Detroit team that is can put up a lot of points on you. I mean, think about it too. It was only it was ten to three at half. Um. And, you know, there was a chance that, you know, obviously Tampa irks back. They only get six points by the third quarter, but they were keeping him in check. So I think Tampa's got to feel good about that. Detroit, obviously, you get a win out of this. But Tampa, you know, take a good lesson out of this because you are playing, I guess, now in more of a tiered elite team. And you're able to you're able to keep up a little bit. So I think that they can hold their head high, at least in that one. Uh, We go off to the L.A. Rams where, you know, the Cardinals were able to keep games close for a long time. Uh, but it wasn't in this one. As the Rams get a twenty-six to nine win, Cardinals are now one and five. Um, man, it, yeah. the the Rams just kept running this ball. You know, this is what they they figure it out. The the, the, the uh, Arizona defense very weak against the run, and they just pumped it. Kieran Williams, one hundred fifty-eight yards. Uh, Cooper Cup still also had one hundred forty-eight yards, and he gets his first touchdown. But, you know, it looked like that the the Rams are starting to have a bit more balanced attack, mm. a, bit, a bit more dangerous to play. Yeah, there's that. And there's a bit of the, I think, the the, the plucky Arizona Cardinals are kind of, we're seeing that the Arizona yeah. we thought we'd see, I think, now. I think they were a bit fun. But now, you know, people are getting more film on Josh Dobbs. People are getting more on, on what this offense could do. And they're really shutting it down a lot more. Um, but, yeah, Stafford looks good. You know, he's got the weapons. He's able to move it out again. Well, that's the reason they traded Acres because they knew they had this kind of plethora of young running backs that could come in that haven't caused any problems that they want to kind of get used. And great, what he had like 150 yards. Yeah, great game. Stafford's looking good, looking you know fresh, thrown into Cooper Cup, Puka Nakuts. They're kind of a fun team. We're a team that we all thought were just going to be garbage. Or just now, that's kind of the fun thing when you when you looked at your kind of schedule at the beginning of the season you put like oh these are the gimme wins and that's mm-hmm. all flipping now with some teams that's what we thought with arizona but it feels like the now the gimme gimme win again and the rams could you know i'm not saying challenge for the division but they can definitely challenge for a wild card for sure yeah it's maybe inter- three teams maybe three teams out of that division go to the playoffs it's interesting when you mentioned it earlier because the amount of teams that are at three and three and we, we talked about <clears throat> the raiders being at three and three you know, the Rams and the Jets are at three and three. And, and you sort of go, these teams that are 500. I I think the Rams, if you would put the Rams against the Raiders, the Rams would kill them. Um, you know, so there, there's that sort of parody I'm looking at right now between it. The Rams sort of, they seem to be on an upward trend. You know, they, they, they're they not as injured as a lot of the other teams. They still have this sort of depth. I think they get the defense going. You know, obviously it's being Arizona, but the Rams uh, could cause some trouble. Yeah, it was trouble uh, for the Eagles as they take their first L of the season. Jets defense and Brees Hall. Um, but it was a Jets defense, really, that, that did it all. Yeah, you know, uh, the Zach, he does his thing. But, um, you know, the Jets, you know, without Aaron Rodgers, starting to put wins together. He's uh, now walking. He's he's saying, you know, I can be back. He's manifesting. He's he manifesting is, like manifesting. never before. He's also manifesting that he's going to marry Taylor Swift, which I don't know how he's going to make that work. But you know what? Ayahuasca. Um, he, was on, legs, he, was on, yeah, he was on Pat McAfee talking about Fauci again. It's like, dude, you're the only one still going on about Fauci. Yeah, I mean, it's like, dude, why are you putting this guy okay. on TV anymore? Um, yeah, leave the pandemic know, alone. What did it do to you? 
I think this game was was like inevitable for the yeah. for the Eagles, right? Because we've kind of seen them having shitty wins every week. Like every win has been kind of difficult or not, or like a team that they should. And now they got up against a defense that's just as good as them. Um, and then they did. They smacked them. The fact that they were missing all the corners and they were still able to really pick them off three times just mm-hmm. shows um, how strong this Jets D is. Again, they're not scoring tons of points, so I I don't know if this this football can get you to the playoffs. But yeah. it's like when you need to score points, like it's still not coming. It still comes very hard um, for Zach Wilson. He's looking better, but it's not like oh my god, he's you know it's like something's clicked and he's figuring it out. You know, Garrett Wilson looks good, Bryce mm-hmm. Brees Hall looks good, but they still again have problems with that offensive line. At least Zach Wilson can kind of run a bit. Yeah. So, like, if Rodgers somehow comes back and there's no offensive line with a basically a ripped Achilles, yeah. he's gonna get he's gonna get killed back there. Oh, yeah. So, I enjoy the the Rodgers um, uh, rehab uh, stories; they're they're really fun. Uh, but again, Jets three and three, especially at that that schedule. When you looked at the beginning, when they lost Rodgers, you're thinking like one and five probably. They've pulled it. They've had some tough games, so now they can if Zach Wilson could. Get it going. They can pull off some nice wins here. They could get right back in in this, especially the way you know the Bills are playing, and a lot of the ways, a lot of the teams that, that we thought were going to be dominant have not been. So, yeah, it was a good win for the Jets, and I think the Eagles now are going into a real gauntlet. They got Miami next week, mm-hmm. and they're going to have to play Buffalo, Kansas City. They got a lot of big games coming up. So, and they got to figure it out because that was a bit of a mess from Jalen Hurts. That was probably one of his worst games of his career. Yeah, the three picks. I mean, and it really shows that the Jets defense can step up. I mean, as much as I, a Bears fan and, and the the dick whistle of, of Aaron Rodgers, you have to admit that his presence in that locker room is one of the reasons they're doing very well. He, he's a magnanimous character. And, you know, look, this team is playing. He, You can tell he's in that guy's ear. You can you can see when Zach Wilson is is playing. It's like, what would Aaron do? What would Aaron do? Um, and And who knows if he can get ready for it. This is a team, you know, like, you know, they're, they're looking at, you know, obviously picking up some extra quarterbacks and stuff like that. But if they play smart football, you know, and and try to play that 49ers kind of football, uh, who knows what the Jets could get out of it. The Eagles, yeah, this was a bit of a loss, but this is what happens when you face big defenses. It wasn't yeah. as good for the Buffalo Bills on Sunday night, 14-9 no. in a, almost a baseball score. Um, right near the end, obviously, there was that Darren Waller. I mean, that hold lasted longer than Aaron Rodgers' injuries. Um, <laughs> that was crazy. But Buffalo Bills 14-9 to at home. Um, it was an ugly win for a team that, you know, when you're 14 points, favorites uh, in this yeah. one. They and scored less points than they were favored Than the by, spread, yeah. Basically. You know, 14 points spread is... and you only get 14. Um, they basically hang on to the win. Um, you know, he had a few second, you know, second half lengthy scoring drives. But you know, it was six nothing at the half for for the Giants. Yeah. Uh, and, and the it Giants was, did that. It could have made it so much worse. Though they had that terrible bit at the end of the first half yeah. where Tyron Taylor changes the play into a run at the one where they had no timeouts, mm-hmm. and it was one of the dumbest. I couldn't believe what I was yeah. watching. I was like, and the fact that Brian Dable just lost it oh, after yeah. that. Of course, it was. It, and then you looked at they only would have had to come back and kick a field goal to win it if they yep. would have just taken the three. But um, yeah, that took okay. 14 points to the Buffalo. Like you're, you're, it's part of the fourth then, quarter. Yeah. And then the fact that the bills just were just so sloppy, you know, they couldn't get anything done in the passing that Josh Allen missed that one at the end to seal it. The, they, the problem with Buffalo is it's the same problem as last year is they they're just all Stefan Diggs all the time. Mm. And that's all they do. And you can even see Josh Allen. He's 16 targets. Like 12 of his first like 15 passes were all to Diggs. And it's like, yeah. this is not sustainable. This is why you lost last year to Cincinnati. This is why you lost. Because Gabe Davis is doing, he had that one big game. And, and this is the problem with Gabe Davis. is He's so inconsistent. He's, mm-hmm. He'll have a touchdown, but he'll have two catches and 30 yards yeah. and a touchdown. So like, it's like, that is not, good enough and buffalo if they keep just sleepwalking doing the same thing it's going to be a very early exit for the playoffs because they just look like they don't feel josh allen's only confident in stefan Diggs out there because he's balling mm-hmm. every game and so i think they got to look to to see if there's a trade they can make to because there's if gabe davis is a free agent after this year and i don't think he, they're going to sign him 
yeah. uh, the way this season's going, especially to something like 15, 16 million, which he might get from someone yeah. else. Um, so um, it was the Giants, at least stayed. Giants defense did play well. They were making they did, it they... hard for Buffalo. Mm-hmm. They were putting pressure on, they were batting down passes. Uh, so it was definitely one of their best games. And their offensive line held up. Like yeah. Tyron Taylor's, the thing with Tyron Taylor, Tyron Taylor does not turn the ball over. He's very conservative. Mm-hmm. He doesn't put the ball in dangerous places. He doesn't fumble a lot. And he also doesn't win games. And you saw when he had the chance at the end with, you yeah. know, Again, they gave him a pass interference to play before. The fact that you do it twice in a row, then we talked earlier about the refs taking over. What What is that? That looks even more like yeah. the refs are taking over. So I think you kind of just, it's like, listen, you had one chance, you gave you another chance, you didn't get it done. So too bad. Here, here's <laughs> That's a gimme. I think. You couldn't take a gimme. So yeah. You couldn't do it twice. We're not giving you a third chance, I think. is Again, in those places like that, that's tough to kind of call. That's going to be a tough call every time. We saw it a couple of years ago in Minnesota yep. um, against New Orleans where it looked like uh, the tight end pushed off. But it was like, you know, what are you going to do? Too many flags. Let them play on. Uh, but Let it them is, play. It is tough for Buffalo to only score 14 points at home, especially against the Giants defense. The last game we had was the Monday Nighter. Um, And the one thing I noticed about this when I watched the next day was the amount of fights in the stands. What is going on with Monday night football? I mean, if you look at every Monday night football, because I'm looking in the morning, it's all fights. Is it because it's prime time? Is it because everyone is wasted? Yeah, no, it's because everyone starts drinking way earlier, right? So where if it was like a one o'clock game, you get there at 10 in the morning and you would just tailgate for a couple hours to go watch football. These guys get there like nine hours beforehand and they're just shit faced. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It's Absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. And there was the meme of the, of the young uh, woman or the woman, uh, the, Super the Asian. Fan. Yeah. 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 Cause then everyone's like trying to find her. And it turns out like her, like she's a, she is a massive fan. Her son plays football. Good yeah. for her. The emotions. Yeah, captured it all. It was good. You but watch Dallas... it. You watch that. And you think to yourself, am I a good fan? I don't really get these emotions. Yeah. I get angry. And bitter and I'm miserable during the football. It's always game. good to she, see passionate she, fans. So it's always good. She looks like she's enjoying herself. Oh, I yeah. never enjoy myself. Yeah. Oh no, like no, no. It'd just... be to- it'd be tortured and, and you could obviously probably I, see the, the swear words yeah. coming off your face. But Dallas yeah. gets a win here. Uh this, you know, the Chargers, Jesus, man. What's going on with these Chargers, guys? baby? Yeah. So they do. Mm-hmm. They do. It's just it. this whole year is just like, why are we doing it was a wasted year. They wasted a whole year. They should have fired Brandon Staley the moment he gave up a 28 point lead in the playoffs. Yeah. And they gave another year and now you wasted a year of Justin Herbert, who didn't look good. He's, you know, he's yeah. lost Mike Williams. He doesn't mm-hmm. have a lot of weapons. You got like a, a bang Eckler coming off an injury and their first round pick, Quentin Johnson, can't even get on the field. No. So it feels like this has just been a bit of a mess. The defense. It's fine, you know. They held, they held, you know, only to twenty. They held Dallas to twenty. Dak looked good at yeah. least. That's, he was that's up best some yards. game in a couple, yeah. a couple weeks. A good rebound. But outside of one big Tony Pollard play, he's invisible. They, they, they really lacked. I think they really thought he was just going to be like Zeke, and mm-hmm. he feels like he's more of a complimentary back, and he's not a three-down back because he's not, he's not giving you anything rushing. He gets you like a big receiving, and that's where he was so dangerous last yeah. year as a little kind of complimentary piece so i don't know what if, if this dallas team, again they 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 give buffalo it's cd lamb and who else right cooks yeah, is pretty much kind cooks of around been, yeah but nothing i mean he's a shell of his former self must be back in houston yeah so it doesn't again well i think it was inevitable he's been traded and pushed around so much you know it was he was finally bound to have that bad year but yeah i think big win for dallas especially the fact that Mike McCarthy really needed this after that beatdown, but for the Chargers, had two weeks to prepare for this, and you know yeah. that's the best you could do. It's and, and, j- just fire Brandon Staley now. Why are we wasting time? Yeah, no, pull the just bandage off. You're right. Get rid of it because that should be it. You know, that is sort of a big sign. You've had two weeks off against Dallas. You should be able to put up more than 17 points. Um, and and you can make the excuse about Mike Williams and whatever you want, but you know, your team has the ability to put it together. And there's obviously some management issues going there. Man, that means we're already in a week seven. Week seven. Holy man. We're going through the season very quickly, uh, which takes us to a Thursday night football game. It's in New Orleans, uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, this uh, Trevor Lawrence is listed as questionable, so I'm I'm watching. I think one. he'll play. I think he'll play. Yeah, his knee. I don't know. We'll see what happens. CJ Beathard is uh, Batard, yeah. whatever you want. 
is the backup just in case. The Saints are favored by one and a half in this one. Uh, 39 and a half is the over under. Um, you know, Jacksonville looking good, four and two. Uh, but if Trevor Lawrence is out, man, I don't know. And this New Orleans defense, I mean, they've had it so close and come so far and then screwed up so much. Uh, how do you like New Orleans at home, one and a half point faves? Oof. Yeah, I, I, th- I think if Trevor Lawrence is out, you got to go to New Orleans mm-hmm. again. But Bitar, we've seen Bethard or Bitard or whatever his name is, many years in the league. And it, he's not going to bring anything to table. Again, I just want to see if, if, New Orleans can score points if they can actually put up if Carr can have that game where he puts up three touchdowns or at least like and get Alvin Kamara moving. He's not they're not they have no running game right yeah. now. It feels Kamara's just catching two yard passes all day. Uh, it they're just a bit of a mess. I, I I'm gonna go if if Jacksonville plays. I'm gonna pick Jacksonville to win. I just think with Etienne, Ridley, mm-hmm. Kirk, Ingram, like at least they have all these weapons. They can move it around and. Trevor Lawrence is much better than Derek mm. Carr. So I'm going to go best, best quarterback. And Jacksonville's defense has been sneaky good this year. It hasn't been the disaster I think a lot of people thought it would be. They're getting turnovers, doing big plays, defensive touchdowns the last couple of weeks. Yep. So um, I'm going to go with Jacksonville. I think they're riding high, the the, the better team. But if you know if he doesn't play, I'm, I would never bet. Yeah. This is a stay away regardless. Exactly. Any, almost like any bet. That is 1.5 or one and a half. I just never bet it. Yeah, it's a turn. I have no idea because it could be either way. So but I'm going to go Jacksonville to win uh, 24 to 21. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you in, in terms of like it's too early to tell because it is the Trevor Lawrence issue. Yeah. And if you do go with beat hard, he's not going to hit Calvin Ridley and, and he's going to struggle no. and he's not going to have that height and poise. Uh, given that the fact that right now Trevor Lawrence is still listed as questionable and, and it's the reports that I've read says probably not uh, that the injury might be, they don't want to rush him back too much. I, I would go with New Orleans 21, 17. If, um, yeah. if, if he does come back, I still think it's going to be a low scoring game. <clears throat> if Lawrence is in, I could see it being something like a 18, 15 win for New Orleans. Uh, Cause he won't be that dynamic. So, it, depending on it, but uh, so if Trevor Lawrence is in, they win, but I, I don't think he will be. So I've got New Orleans to cover this one. There are no games in London for the rest of the year, folks. But uh, the NFL in America is announcing that they're looking at Brazil and Spain uh, for games next year. But we'll talk about that probably in the next episode, folks. That's mm. it for this episode. Our week six crit of looking back at everything at week six happened. Thanks a lot for listening. We'll be back uh, this week with our week seven picks.